If you had to come up with a last prophetic pronouncement of the Old Testament before the coming of the Messiah, what would you say? Of course, more importantly, what would God say? Well, Malachi tells us clearly, remember and anticipate. Here's Dr. Jim Bradford with more on The Central Moment. I welcome you to Central Moments, and as we conclude our three-week journey through Malachi, the last prophet of the Old Testament, we truly come to the last word of the Old Testament. Um, And it's a word for us to look back and remember in an active way. And it's a word for us to look forward and to anticipate in an active way. What an appropriate way to end the Old Testament. First of all, verse 4 of this short last chapter, Malachi 4. Remember, this is looking back. He says, remember the law of my servant Moses and the decrees and laws I gave him at Horeb for all of Israel. So remember how you were delivered out of Egyptian slavery. I want you to remember back. And the laws uh, I gave to Moses. Now, now in the Old Testament, they were still under the law of Moses. They had Their temple, destroyed temple had been rebuilt, but they had backslidden in their hearts. And so God's saying, you need to go back to obedience to God. Your lives need to reflect obedience to God, not spiritual drift, not coldness, not backsliding. And so remember back to your roots and obedience to God and re-engage that. That's remembering in an active way. How do we do that in the New Testament? We're not under especially the ritual law of the Old Testament anymore. It's been fulfilled in Jesus. In fact, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said in Matthew 5, 17, don't think that I've come to abolish the law and prophets. You know, Malachi said in the pre-Jesus era, you know, remember the law and prophets, obey me. He said, well, I haven't come to get rid of those. I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. And here's how Paul explains that in Romans chapter 8. See, the problem with the law, the Old Testament law, was it reflected uh, God's, it was holy, it reflected God's holiness and what righteous living should be for us, but the rules alone didn't give us power to do it. And that's the story all the way. That's the issue with Malachi. I mean, you know the law, you need to go back to the law, but you keep failing it. For what, so Paul said, for what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by human flesh. See, we're, we're weak. Now, the law may reflect God's holiness, but it doesn't have power in and of itself to change us. So what the law was powerless to do, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. He, he met us at our vulnerability and our powerlessness, and, 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 and he did something on the cross so powerful. He condemned sin in the flesh, Paul says, in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us who don't live by the flesh, but according to the Spirit. And it's by the power of the Spirit that we can live out the moral law of God. It's by the power of the Spirit that we can actually live righteous lives. Our flesh used to make us want to rebel against God and sin. Our flesh is, is that nature in us that's un, that's, that's uninfluenced by the Holy Spirit. But Jesus put to death the power of that rebellious nature in us, and he gave us his resurrection spirit so that we could now live in his righteousness. So it's in that sense that Jesus fulfills the law and the prophets of the Old Testament. 
God now gives us the power to live obediently to God. So let's, when we remember and look back, let's look back to what Jesus did on the cross for us and his resurrection power and say yes to the gift of his spirit. And then here's how Malachi ends. He said, and, and I want you now to look forward and anticipate what's coming. See, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children, the children's hearts to their parents, and uh, or else you're only going to see my judgment and I will come and strike the land. So that's where the Old Testament ends. Say, so look forward to the prophet Elijah coming. And of course, he becomes, he's embodied in John the Baptist who comes and says, prepare the way for the greater Elijah, the Messiah who comes. So we live remembering what Jesus did for us and we live anticipating for when he will come again. And that's how we understand the end of the Old Testament as people of the New Testament. So Lord, thank you for this. We, we, we just look back to who we are in Christ, what you've done for us, and we say yes to the power of the Spirit to help us overcome the power of the flesh and actually live obediently to you. And we look forward to the day when you're going to bring righteousness to our whole world, when you come again. In Jesus' name, we say, even so, come quickly. Amen. 